Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Alexander Audio. And today my guest is Gal Ben-Or, an Alexander Technique teacher in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. He's been teaching the technique uh, since 1987, and he has developed a unique approach to teaching children, adolescents, and parents uh, using the principles of the Alexander Technique. And we're going to talk today about some considerations for Alexander Technique teachers who mm, perhaps are a little hesitant to work with children, some considerations they might want to take into account, and hopefully profit from uh, Gal's experience in this field. Gal, welcome to the show today. Hi, Robert. How are you? Well, I'm good. Um, I got to say, um, my own, I, I don't consider myself particularly adept at working with children. Uh, it's not, certainly not an area I've carved out for myself as, as, as you have. And I have to say also, and I think my experience may echo that of some other teachers, and I'd like you to address it. Uh, I get calls from parents who basically uh, want want to uh, send their their kid to me for to to kind of fix something. Um, oh, my my daughter's a a violinist violin student, and she's having terrible pain. I want I want you to I want her to come for lessons with you, and I I've come to the point where I, I don't want to say I dread those calls, but I'm very cautious. And I, well, because I have had uh, a lot of experience of earlier on in my teaching uh, career uh, of of children coming and they don't actually, they don't really actually know why they're there and they're a bit resentful. Their parents have sent them to me and I... uh, it it and and then there's always the dynamic of the parent and the and the student that has to be dealt with in the lesson if the parents are there. I've I'm I have um I have to say personally I tend to shy away from working with children <laughs> for that reason and I don't feel good about that. And I have a feeling that there are other teachers maybe have had similar experiences. So what we what would you say to someone like me? What, <laughs> what's your advice? <laughs> well, I'd, I would say first, for working with children, you need to love working with children. Mm-hmm. I would say basically, you you have to have this affinity towards towards working with children. Um, it's it's it it won't work if you do it because it's the right thing or because you have to do it or any kind of external reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it 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 won't work. You're, what happens is that the children sense that they feel that they experience it, even if they don't know how to pronounce it or to talk about it, mm-hmm. and they will reflect that back to the to the teacher. Yeah. So I, I I would say one needs to 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 like and want to work with children. That's one thing. Second thing is um, children 
is a very big uh, world. You know, children, it starts from, from babies of two and three years old, and it goes up to 70. I'm joking, to 17 or 18. <laughs> no, don't joke. Some of us are getting there. So still, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And they, we, anyway, we may turn so, back into children again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when working with with adolescents, it, ha- it it's very different from working with a four, or five, or seven years old. Right. It's it right. it's more towards like working with adults, and you can work more with their reason, right. with their reasoning, their logic, and I would say. If you gave you gave the example of of, of a um, student uh, of a violin, mm-hmm. and that doesn't really know why he's there or she's there, and the parents send them, and I would start um, by first saying that there's only one lesson that my students can come because someone else told them. And that's the first lesson. Oh, so after after that, that, they're responsible themselves. Yes. After that, the Mm. children uh, Mm. decide for themselves whether they like it, whether it's logical, whether they like me, Mm -hmm. they want to be in my presence or not. And it's just fine both ways. The parents need to know that and the children need to know that. And do you then say that? Right up front to both of them? Absolutely. When they come absolutely. in, you, you, you begin that Hi. way? Absolutely. I like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and, you okay. Know, it, it gives the child power. the sense of gives control, them some power, power and control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They control their life. They, and we want children, we want ourselves to control directions, to be able to be independent in our way of using ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it has to be in the broader sense of of what happens in my room, and in my room, children are responsible for the way they use themselves, and they're there because they want it. And so it 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 it, it takes out all the air from the the this this bomb that's you know the, the parents want, and, and and I'm the professional, and I know what is right, and the child. Is, is, you know, like you said, resentful or scared or suspicious. Mm-hmm. No way. I'm just here to show you something that maybe can make sense and help you with something that is not working for you. And if it makes sense, let's go and work with it, work together. And if it doesn't make sense, that's fine. And I, I, I must, I, I have a, a short story about that. Mm-hmm. And a, a, an Alexander teacher she phones me and she says, listen, my child, uh, this and that, and I want him to, uh, to get some lessons. And I heard from that you have a lot of experience. And I said, that's fine. I have a lot of experience, but every child for me is a story by himself. And he has to decide he wants. And even though we both think it's right for him, no problem, no problem. Yes, yes, I'll explain him if he doesn't want to come. I won't bring him. Fine. And we set the date. And, and, uh, <laughs> and at the time, when the time comes, the teacher, she knocks on the door. She enters. And, uh, and uh, the, uh, her young child, a youngster, 
enters and shouts at her, I told you I don't want to come. Yeah, and that was an Alexander teacher. Huh? <laughs> an Alexander yeah, teacher. Yeah, and that, I have to say, that that echoes my that's one of the reasons I dread those yeah. calls, because inevitably I, I, I have taken to saying, well, it's fine if, you know, your son or daughter wants to come for lessons. I, I don't want someone coming who doesn't want to come. And they always say, oh, he definitely wants to. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then, of course, the reality is is quite different. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. And the you know the other the other thing uh, the other reason why I sort of dread the calls in a way is that typically uh the parent brings the child and the parent is there for the lesson, which is probably a good idea in, in uh, on a lot of levels, but um it, it often happens that the parent is kind of jumping in there with his or her own ideas about stuff mm -hmm. while you're trying to get across a very relatively subtle point, like, for example, um, not having quite so much tension in your neck could be useful for mm -hmm. whatever you're mm -hmm. doing. And the parent is is kind of twisting those words in some way and issuing their own instructions to the child. Uh, I, I assume you've run into that from time to time. And I wonder how you deal with that. Well, like I said before, uh, working with children have, that has two major big problems. One is the mother, the second is the father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and the teacher has to deal with it, has yeah. to deal with it. Yeah. And, 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 and again, it depends what age the child is. Mm -hmm. Because I will, I will choose different, um, I would say, tactics or different uh, um, um, dynamics mm -hmm. with different um, uh, ages. But I, I will try maybe to give some broader, uh, broad way of how I see it. For me, working with the child or working working with the parent is part of working with the child. And if the parent is there and he has no idea of the Alexander technique, and it doesn't disturb my connection with the child. I will make it an open lesson, mm -hmm. meaning uh, um, um, thinking aloud and explaining both sides, the child and the parent, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, mm -hmm. what am I expecting, what I am not expecting. Um, and if, and I would uh, even invite, if I see it's necessary, or I will sense that the, the the parent wants it, I will, I will invite him to ask questions. And I will deal with these questions openly. And um, I would even uh, um, stop for a minute working with the child if it's, if, 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 if it's needed. And I will put my hands on, on, the, on the parent. Mm -hmm. if, say, if I say, I'm, I would like... Uh, the child's back to lengthen and widen, and I see the, the, the father or the mother it doesn't really matter. They don't, 
they don't really get what I'm talking about. I would say, can I can I show you just for a minute what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And I will give them this slight, gentle up direction. Mm -hmm. And 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 many times that's all that's needed. Once they get that experience, this 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 beautiful up that the Alexander technique can offer. Um, a lot of resistance and a, a lot of stuff that can come up just disappear and, and they become interested and they become uh, uh, supportive to the work mm -hmm. and, and, and if it, it, sometimes it's needed it's time it's not and I will direct the, the, the parents eyes for these subtle changes that occur in the way the child uses himself because what we know we know from working with, with, with adults, they don't see. They don't see what, what is throwing the head backwards or down. Right. So right. I will I will say you see, this is now he's shortening or now he's whatever, you know, just really right. pinpointing their, their vision into what I'm doing and working. Mm -hmm. And 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 they become part of the lesson. They they become part of what, what's happening in the room and, and so I won't try and put them away or shut them down or just be quiet right, and, right. Um, unless they will say uh, do like Gal says yeah right yeah sit up straight like Gal showed you yeah then, yeah. then I will say excuse me I will do that polite but very clear and very authoritative and I would say um, in this room I am responsible what, what, what happens in, in the child's back. There's absolutely no need for you to take responsibility. You can sit back or, you know, take it easy. Don't worry. I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And, and they, they need to know what they're not supposed to be doing as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe a somewhat usually, usually the children love that i bet yeah <laughs> now a, a kind of a related question i think yes. is um let's say that one or both of the parents comes in with the child and you take one look at the parents and and you see um fairly dramatic uh, tension patterns for example that would totally uh, could easily explain a lot about the child's situation. Yes. Do you? How do you address that? Um, I mean, given that yes, you can help the child release some tension, but you know that he or she is going back into that home where where one or both of the parents is is scrunching over all the time or has, has terrible posture or movement patterns. Do you ever address that directly with the parents or the children? I mean, how do you deal with that? Indirect approach. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it very, very, very rare instances I would directly uh, put the attention on parents saying, because this and that, it might be this and that. Mm -hmm. um, usually, usually, usually the parent will arrive at that by himself. When he sees the way I use myself and the way the child uses himself after one or two or three lessons, uh, if, if, if he's in the room and, he, and he's with 
what's happening, he will get it. You know, he mm-hmm. will understand. Mm-hmm. He will from himself say, listen, I myself feel this and that. Do you think this might harm or what do you think I can do with it? And then, and then I can work with it. I will, I don't, I know, I, 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 I wouldn't say, listen, uh, you're, the, you're, you don't breathe. This is why your child doesn't breathe. Right. <laughs> Parents don't very, want to hear very, that. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not, they're not there for that. They don't right. know. Right. It and, will put it in the wrong place. Yeah. And exactly, exactly. And now one of the, we had a, a couple of earlier conversations um, for, for the podcast, for the general public. But I think that one of the things you mentioned, I believe in the second one of those, might be worth repeating here, which is the difference between how you come across or present yourself to a child that you're going to work with that would be different from what they may be used to. Since some of these children may have been to all sorts of specialists of one kind or another, it had to do with you, in a sense, modeling the Alexander Technique process and not coming across as an authoritative figure, but more as a... uh, a fellow explorer. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I thought, I think that was very important point that teachers might be interested in. Well, first of all, it's very important to know uh, the child's background Mm -hmm. and if he has been treated and what, 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 how, how, how did it go? Usually I do that uh, through a conversation, a lot of times a telephone conversation with the mother or the father, mm-hmm. I would ask these questions. Right. Uh, so that's one thing. The second thing is um, to understand that the way I see myself as an Alexander teacher is not necessarily the way the child sees me, and I need to be very sensitive. Uh, to 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 see how the child sees me, and um, I might come with many, very good intentions and very good directions, and 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 want to put my hands on the child's back, and he will not necessarily um, want that or trust that. So before. Before doing anything, I need to create trust, and it's 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 the same with adults. You know, you can't just put your hands on someone and start working with him. But with children, it's even more dramatic and more important, and it's very easy to lose them. You know, once you did something that that you shouldn't or you, that created uh, fear or something that you weren't aware of, um, it'll take it'll take some times. Uh, to rebuild trust. Right. So the first, the first lessons, you know, it depends, but the first lessons is basically building trust. That's one thing. The second thing is not working directly on the problem. Um, it also depends on the age of the child. Sometimes I would say, I know you came for this and that, or I would ask him, why did you come to me? And he or she would say, I came because this and that. And I would say 
okay, but let's put that aside and let's try and do this or that or something else. Depends on the age of the child. And through the the other activity, and well, you know, strengthening the 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 the, the way the the child uses himself will influence whatever problem there was. And then um, once um, the right conditions are created, we can also work if there is a specific problem. Mm-hmm. And basically, basically, it's being aware of that, of, of all what I said, you know, because every teacher has its own um, personality, his own approach, her own approach. And, but, but once we are aware of that, it creates space for the child. It creates, it creates a respect, respectful place for the child to show up, to be who he really is. And that's who, that's who we want to work with, not, not the child behind the fence or behind a, a curtain or behind a, a, a something, a customary attitude that he uh, adopted somewhere along the line. Mm-hmm. And um, just getting back again to this question of working with a child while one or both of their parents are there at the same time, in my experience, sometimes it's been really clear that there's some um, kind of unhealthy dynamic in terms of the child uh, feeling a certain pressure just from the parent being in the room and observing. And that in itself, of course, can create the very kind of tension that we're hoping to release. Uh, Do you have any tips or suggestions for dealing with that when you run up against that? Well, with this, I will, if I sense that, and if I I have... um... Uh, I would say proofs for that. You know, if, if, if for example, um, a, a parent will phone me and say, um, uh, my child has a back problem and he's very uh, short or, you know, he's very, doesn't, doesn't hold his back, is very weak, and I would like you to work on that. I would say, fine, let's meet. And I would say, um, in the beginning, um, I would explain the general way I work, that I don't work directly on the back. And if I would, if I would sense that the, the child is trying to be, um, like I said, not himself, mm-hmm. you know, it, it will, I will sense that in his body. Right. If he's tense too much, if he's shrinking too much. And, and I would say... Um, there's absolutely no need for you uh, to sit straight. Um, I would say to the to the father, listen. There's absolutely no need for him at the moment to sit straight. It's okay. I'm responsible. I would like him to let his back to fall, or or, or whatever. You know, it doesn't really matter. That it's just uh, examples of dealing with with that tension, and and and. And and allowing it to float up and say, listen, I'm taking the responsibility of what ha- what's happening in the room, and and you can watch and you can be part of it, and I want you to be part of it, but let me do the work. 
it's also you know creating trust with the mm-hmm. parent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and usually if if the teacher is is quiet in himself and he knows what he's doing and even if he doesn't know what he's doing and he says he doesn't know if he's if he's honest with himself he says listen I've never done this or that I, I'm not I don't have any experience with that particular problem but I have experience with the better use of the way the child uses himself and that's what I'm going to work and what I think will happen what I believe will happen is that will have it will have a positive effect on whatever problem uh, we need to deal with let's try let's give it a chance right. so you would you would say that explicitly then you would you would say both to the child and the parent I've never actually worked with that this particular someone with this particular situation but I do have this other more general knowledge and absolutely. yeah if that's the case absolutely so it Ab- takes it takes it makes you less the um authority that I have to hang on to your every word it makes you more a fellow experimenter in absolutely. in this process absolutely. yeah absolutely and I'm going to guess that children um, would pick up on that pretty quickly. That, Absolutely. oh, here's someone who's, who's um, experimenting themselves, on themselves, and is willing to, you know... Take me into account. Yes, take, take me, me into, into account. Me. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Uh, it, it creates wonderful conditions for for a conversation, for a dialogue, and and ap- the Alexander technique is basically a dialogue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and a series of experiments. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, is there anything else that you um, that you would like to say to teachers who um, either say new teachers who are hesitant about working with children or uh, teachers like myself who've been teaching for a long time and are kind of wary of it for because of past experiences. And any other words of advice or suggestions that you could add? Well, I, I have a lot of things, but I'll I'll try and limit myself to a couple of important things I can think about now. First of all, is don't be afraid of working with children. Don't be afraid. Of working with children it's 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 wonderful work it can be it can be wonderful work and and uh, children need need that that they need direction they need something that we're talking between Alexander teachers and I'm saying only only we have that knowledge really not 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 because we're something special or more important, but the Alexander technique is a unique, unique uh, body of language, mm-hmm. uh, knowledge. Excuse me, a body of knowledge. Yes, and I Alexander agree. teachers have that. They have that, and they know, they know how to transmit that, and the world needs that, and children needs that more than anyone else and they'll they won't get it from anyone else and if if a parent if the child has the chance to to come to you 
give give him open the door for him and and be receptible and be open be be willing to take chances and be wrong in your search and and when this is open and when you're not afraid to 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 make mistakes and you're you're really based in your directions wonderful things happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's really something unique and it's a, it's a real pity that so little alexander teachers work with children really it, it, it's, it's, it's i, I it's, agree it's a pity and it's interesting too that alexander himself uh was was very clear in his writings and um, stuff that we know about him that um the the place to the the I think the phrase he used, or maybe it was John Dewey talking about him, but the that the real uh, natural application of his ideas was children, was working with children, and that Absolutely. working with adults um, was kind of um, way less efficient and kind of a remedial process at best, whereas. Mm-hmm. You know, um, working with his work uh, ideally should should be taught starting very early in in school in some way or or the other. Absolutely. And yet Absolutely. that, with with a few exceptions, I mean, there have been some experiments in in bringing uh, the technique into into early childhood education, but they're few and far between at this point. And I yes. I think that's a great pity. And I think just from a uh, from a kind of a, well, I used to be an economist, so I tend to think in terms of efficiency. <laughs> but just in terms of man or woman hours to to get a, a, a given level of change, uh, potentially with with children, it's going to be the most efficient way to teach because. The the habits are not so deeply embedded. The harmful habits aren't so deeply embedded, and children under the right circumstances just respond incredibly quickly to mm-hmm. the work. And you can accomplish with a a, a child in, in a few weeks what it might take an adult years to absolutely to do. So just from that point of view, um, so. I guess this would be a good place to end the conversation unless there's some some other point that you would would like to make before we come to an end. Any teacher who listens or hears this conversation and has any questions whatsoever is invited to either Skype me or email me or telephone me. I would gladly uh, speak advice, support, give anything I can to support working with children because I think it's a very, very important part of the Alexander Technique. Okay, so that's a very generous offer. And um, I should also uh, add, uh, kind of in closing here, that uh, Gal has has written a book about his experience working with children, and he is looking for a publisher. So... If uh, is it in English or in, in yes, it's been translated it's into in English. English. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you have some ideas for him, uh, you can Skype him about that or email Absolutely. him about that. Uh, Gal, thank you. thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Robert. <laughs>